I'm Grace. And I'm Kaylee. And welcome to What the Book. And today we are going to be talking about what's on our TBR, which is not a straightforward question or answer. So bear with us. It's really not, but... We are right now in a totally different filming location, first of all. Yeah. Like, way different. We're just simply going off of vibes today. Literally off of vibes. My We're actually, like, literally in my bedroom. And my bed right now is, like, covered with books. We're real comfy. There's a candle lit. This is definitely going to be... I love the vibes today. I know. It's definitely, like, a relaxed episode. I'm yeah, like, there's really not, like, a like. plan. Like, the plan yeah. is to begin to ask you what you're currently reading, because that determines what's next. <sighs> so what are you currently reading, Kaylee? Okay. Should I, like, include the book that's been on my want to, on my currently reading since, like, the summer? Like, you know how, like, we all have... Do you have books that, like, just sit on your currently reading? No, because it drives me insane. Oh. Okay, I want to include well, that one. Tell, no, you have to tell me now. Oh, I have, um... This one book, which I was just talking to a friend with today, and they actually convinced me to, like, continue reading it. Good. Love to hear it. Because she read it. And she was like, "Uh uh-uh. Like, you need to read it. It's Kiss of Deception by Mary E. Pearson. I believe that's her name. That's going to be really awkward if it isn't. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It was good. It was, like, about this princess who runs away because she didn't want to get married to, like, a random prince for like her kingdom or something Mm. and the prince i think that she was supposed to marry goes after her to like i don't know either either kill her or try to like convince her to come back or something and then an assassin also goes to like kill her at like a random village and that's literally as far as i got see that's the problem too like when it's been sitting there for so long I always forget, like, key points. Oh, no, and I'm like, I remember. What am I even reading? I remember. But it's okay. because literally nothing happened. Oh. She went berry picking for, like, 50 pages. I swear to God. I don't know if I can do it. It was just so boring. Oh, but no. everyone loves this series. I feel like I've heard of that title before. And I'm not, like, a fantasy reader. Yeah, like, I hear incredible things. And this same author wrote another duology in the same universe that I own the first book from. And this book talker that I absolutely adore. She was the first ever book talker I ever followed. Right. I know. And this is, like, her book. Like, if anyone knows Dance of Thieves and you know what book talker I'm talking about, if you know, it's like she hypes this book. I can't. Her name's Lauren. I'll literally, I'll give just her Lauren. I know I can't remember what her like hand like TikTok handle is, but oh. she hypes it up. Well, we and love then, Lauren. Anyway, but I haven't touched that book since like August. And the book I'm actually reading right now is Kingdom of the Feared. <sighs> the author, oh God, I think her name's Italian. <laughs> oh wait, it's right there. Carrie Manis. God, I'm reading it upside down. Guys, I don't know, but I can't even pronounce her last name. I'm sorry. You're really not vibing with these books, are you? I've also been reading this one for a long time. I loved the first two books. Mm. And this is like the third book in a trilogy. Like, this is the last book. But I've complained to you about this before. I find this book has taken, like, so many turns that's, like, strayed from the original vibes from the first book that it's kind of turning into, like, a Riverdale situation. No. For anyone who's watched Riverdale, like, it's getting so extremely out there and, like, I'm fine with, like, out there fantasy. Mm-hmm. But it's just branching off so much from the original book that it's, like, this isn't, like, what I was expecting. It has, like, insane plot twists that it's, like, okay, now you're just, like, really reaching. Mm-hmm. And, like, yeah, they make sense. But it's, like, really... Do you think she's just writing for the fans at that point? See, that's the thing. I don't know. Because it does kind of seem like she's been planning it the whole trilogy. Like, there are some clues, but it could also just be, like, an accidental, like, halfway through the series. She she was like, oh, my God, I could include this. Like, there were some plot twists where I'm like, okay. Like, okay. Like, that was clearly just thrown in there last minute. Mm -hmm. Others were planned. But, (sighs) so it's been taking a toll on me. Because I'm just like... And it's one of the situations where the characters are, like, so extremely sexual. Like, oh. that's all they constantly talk about. Oh. Like, and it's, like... I feel like, like there's more to like, life. I'm fine with some, like, romance, some, like, steamy scenes. Like, obviously, like, that's... You're going to expect that for any book. Yeah. But, my God, the character doesn't stop talking about it. <laughs> I'm going to 
to go insane if I have to hear her like through her like fantasies one more time. No, it's so bad. Yeah, so that's what I'm reading. Unfortunately, (laughs) what are you reading? (laughs) I'm still reading. Halloween party by Agatha Christie, which is like not fitting because it's like the middle of November. It's like the end of November. I know. Like that's why like and it's you know what it's actually they don't know when we're filming. It's the beginning of November. No, it's the beginning of October. We film in advance, Kaylee, obviously. You're right. Sorry, I just have my months mixed up. So you're reading it on time. I'm so in season. (laughs) And like it's so annoying because have you seen my room yet? Is it, like, super Christmassy? Yeah. Like, I got Christmas sheets this year. <gasps> oh, my God. I know. That's okay, so you haven't seen it. No, I haven't. So my room is super Christmasly, Christmassy, and I feel like that Abby Lee Miller audio, when all of a sudden I hear this yes. agitating, grating voice. Yes. That's how I feel when I look at the Halloween party book on my Christmas sheets next to my Christmas tree. I'm like, you don't belong here. Ooh. You're ruining the vibe. So now, like, it's a good book. I love, like, I'm an Agatha Christie stan, but I'm like, your time is done. But I can't not finish you. I was going to say not to be this way, but would you shelf it for a while? No, I can't. Because you genuinely do like it? Just think of, like, Nightmare Before Christmas vibes. Period. It's not super Halloween-y, but it's just the fact that, like, like, I just bought, like, a Christmas book that came in with my package, like... We have window shopping to read, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I could be reading that right now, but instead I'm reading about a murder. I'm, I'm going to read window <laughs> shopping soon. Well, like, yeah, you have to. Well, yeah, but, like, <laughs> I'm going to probably, like, force myself to finish Kingdom of the Feared and start it next. As you should. Continue. Yeah. That's all I have to say, like... Is that the only book you're reading right now? Well, I'm reading, but not, like, pressed for time. Um, oh, my God. Classic Tales of Horror by Edgar Allan Poe. Oh, really? So it's like, it's short stories, short horror stories. Yeah, when did you start that one? In October, because it was spooky. And here I am in the middle of October, in the middle of November, and it's still not done. (laughs) I can't help but laugh. I know, like, it's hilarious. I played myself. I really told myself, oh yeah, you'll finish it. I'm still reading my spooky book, King of the I know. Like, I hate it here. Yeah. It's not that season anymore. It's not. But, I mean, the tales of horror, it's not that scary. Oh, obviously. Not? I would love to read some more Edgar Allan Poe. As you should. I read the one with the heart in the floor. What? Is that Telltale Heart? Girl, I have no idea. This is the first I've ever read of Edgar Allan Poe. Oh. There's, like, his, mo- his like, most famous story. It has, like, the heart. It's about a guy. I don't know if this is a spoiler. (laughs) It's, like, his most famous book, though. Like, everyone quotes it. I think that's the one. I don't know. Anyway. Okay, I read it in Writer's Craft. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, when, like, we had to read a bunch of, like, the short stories or something? Yeah. I think I just read it to, like, mix up my thing. Yes, he did. had to log our reading, but, like, he didn't want you to read just the same thing all the time. So I was, like, Which, randomly like, reading poetry. Oh, my God. Is that why we read so aggressively in I Writer's think Craft? Because, so. like, we would, like, me and Grace were burning through books in our Writer's Craft class. And I wonder if that's because, like, deep down we knew, like, we had to change up the book for our <laughs> reading logs. So he like can't clock us. Well, he can't clock us if we're just burning through. Yeah, for real. That explains so much. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Continue. I keep on cutting you off. Oh my god! Don't even worry. That's what this podcast is about. No, it's not. <laughs> anyway, that's what I'm reading. They're spooky, but like, um, the Edgar Allan Poe one. It's just like classic short stories. Mm. So I don't categorize that as like a spooky read, but I would like to get it done before Christmas. Um. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. I'm almost done the Halloween party, though. I have 70 pages left. I want to finish it tonight. Oh, my God, yeah. You can finish that tonight. Easy. I totally could. That's, like, an hour's worth of reading. So, okay, my one beef with Halloween party, though. So, obviously, it takes place at a Halloween party. Mm -hmm. And the premise is, um, like, it was a Halloween party for kids. I don't know how... I'm a little confused as to, like, the relation 
Like, I don't know mm-hmm. if they all go to school together or if it's, like, a club thing or if it's just, like, the kids in the neighborhood. That's okay. confusing. But um, one of them gets murdered. And, and I've never read an Agatha Christie novel where, like, a child dies. Yeah, that's dark. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? Oh, my God. Like, it's just, it's rubbing me the wrong way a little bit. Yeah. So, like, all of her mysteries are murders to some extent. Mm-hmm. But they're all, like, adults. Yeah. Like, it's adult fiction. And then the fact that she killed a child in this, I was like, Agatha. Like, <laughs> girl. She has never really shied away from controversy, though. To be fair, though, I don't think she's that controversial for her time. I think she's only controversial now because, like, it's been deemed, like, oh, that's that's not okay. Oh, 100%. Like, it it is offensive. Like, in the time, it was normal. Mm -hmm. I'm not excusing it, obviously, but, like, you have to set historical context. No, I know what you mean. But, yeah, but that, something about it is, like, rubbing me the wrong way. Yeah, because it's not, like, very often you read about child murder. (laughs) And then the whole thing, it's a Hercule Poirot. I always say his name wrong because I don't have a French accent. Um, like, it's a, it's one of his mysteries. So she has, okay. like, series. And this is in his, like, universe series. Interesting. Right. Yes. Yeah. So he solves murders. And, like, the whole thing, like, he's trying to figure out who did it, obviously. But then they're like, oh, well, it's definitely a sex crime. And I'm like, ew. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, I'm like, what is going on? It's just very... Agatha, what are we talking about? (laughs) It's just not what I expected at all. It's still good. She knows how to plot a mystery. (laughs) But I'm like sitting there like, this feels wrong. So yeah, that's what I'm reading. Well, do you like it? At least You said you liked it though? I do like it. I think it's my least favorite Agatha Christie novel though. Ooh, really? It doesn't deserve like a low rating, but it's definitely my least favorite out of the ones I've read. Interesting. And I've read my favorite. I think I've read three, four, six. That is so impressive. Thank you. Because those are like classics, basically. Like she has that kind of like writing. Yeah. So the fact that you just like bust them out easy. The more I read her, though, the more it's not classic writing to me. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like the first book I read, I was like, what are we doing? Yeah. And now I like it almost. I'm not going to call it an easy read because it's not. But, like, it's not, like, anything to write home about. That's impressive. It's my biggest flex. <laughs> That's real impressive. Like, yeah. you are the main character for that. <laughs> anyway. Damn. So, because, I mean, okay, it goes without saying that our next read is going to be window shopping. Yeah. Because tis the season. But that aside, what's next on your TBR? Honestly, I really want I really want to read it. It starts with us. We are I both mean, like itching to read it. I'm like dying. I don't know why I haven't. Like I like we have time, bro. We literally both. I think you pre-ordered it, and yeah. I literally went out and bought it at 10 a.m. the day it came out. There was not a single soul in that bookstore. You were like waiting outside the window, banging on it. Like the person was still setting up the display. I literally ruined his poor display. He no. worked so hard on. Like I took. I just like slowly like. Because, like, he walked away for a second when I walked in. I was the only one in the store. Just, like, slowly ruined his display by pulling a copy out of it. Because he set up, like, a huge thing. And there was, like, at least 50 copies. Was it at our local bookstore? Yeah. So I know the big table they do yeah, for the and, new arrivals. In yeah. the Instagram, you can literally see a gap of where I where the book was missing. Like, you could tell there was a book there. They didn't even post on Instagram yet. And Kaylee's like, mine. Yeah, that's the thing. He didn't even take a picture. And I was already like, Mine. <laughs> Yeah. I love that for you, though. Yeah, neither of us have read it. No. I'm scared. We're fake. I'm, like, both scared and so incredibly excited because I'm just dying for a Lily and Atlas romance. Me too. Like, I think everyone is. Hence why she literally wrote it. But that's why why I'm scared because did she only write it because everyone's Mm. been asking for it and they want Atlas content? Because I feel like that'll deteriorate the content. That's the thing I'm nervous about, yeah. Because the thing is, she claimed apparently she always had a backstory for Atlas. Well, I feel like, yeah, if you're going to create a main character, you have to. And, like, she always wanted, like, to expand on it. Like, I don't know, because she literally did quite, like, the whole, um, like, she has a whole letter to pretty much book talk at the beginning. Yes, yeah. To her fans. So this is clearly a for-the-fan book. 
Which is why I'm like... But she also said that, like, she's always had it. Like, I remember she posted, like, a Facebook thing where she was like, oh, like, this is... It was from, like, 2013 or something where she was talking about, like, Atlas's story and how she doesn't know if she wants to share it because, like, it's so personal to her or something. Tea. I know. So you know it's good if it's been there for 10 years. I know. That's why I'm like, hmm interesting i feel like the premise was there but the fuel of it ends with us made her materialize it yeah that's why i'm a little nervous i think it'll be at the end of the day it'll be good let's be honest watching yeah we're well, a sucker yeah. for atlas yeah honest like we're gonna probably love it whether it's bad or good yeah let's be honest i don't know there's something about just watching her post quotes and seeing her literally be in google docs on her phone <laughs> she's us she's like, just like she me is for real. us like, but that's also like kind of interesting for the fact that like she's like a big time author and she just uses google docs and she's like, using google docs like yeah like that's what we use <laughs> that could be us <laughs> like it's kind of it's nice it's, it's nice comforting to know. yeah for real so what besides what else is on your okay well i'm not even besides gonna lie shopping. it starts with us didn't even come to mind for me really because i want to reread it ends with us first and annotate mm. it Oh, wait, you're right. I should do We did talk to, about this. I yeah. need to do that first. Like, I want to do that because, like, I remember it ends with us, but I feel like I could pick up on little things more yeah. and, like, just to refresh my mind, it would be nice to reread it first because I love it, too, mm-hmm. and then I can annotate it, and then I can fully appreciate it starts with us. Do I have the time to read both books? No. That sounds like a definitely, like, a Christmas yeah. I think I read It Ends With Us during around the Christmas time last year. I did. I have a picture of me, like, in the bath reading it on December yes. 26th because every Boxing Day I take a bath, and that's the only day of the year day of the year I take a bath. That's really funny, actually. It's so weird, but, like, it, it's I just have to. I mean, period. Every Boxing Day, after my shift and I'm exhausted and just want to go to bed, I sit in my bath with bath salts and just read. It's great. I was going to say, that sounds like a great tradition, though. Yeah. And actually, for some reason, I do remember that. Like, I remember the picture <laughs> that you took because I remember being so excited that you were reading it. Yes. I, I think I also, I, can't, I think I read it only like a couple weeks before you as well. Because I remember mm-hmm. reading it by the Christmas tree. I think I was I reading thought, it like in the, on Christmas or something. No, I thought you got it as an Easter gift. No, you got it for me for my birthday. Oh my god, I did. Yes, oh, you that's did. funny. I literally did, yeah. You got it for me for my birthday, and I must have not have started it for a while. Well, your Christmas tree's already <gasps> up by your birthday, though. Oh my god, no. It's because, um... No, I was reading it by, like, our living room. Mm. It's because, um, all of us were gonna read it together. Our I mean, whole... just didn't happen. We... But yeah. Our, like, friend book club group, we were gonna all read it as with us at the same time, but for some reason... Because I remember I when I first got it, I accidentally, like, I wanted to read just the first Literally page. Literally accidentally. I remember yeah. this. And then I just suddenly, I was like, oh my god, I'm on page 40. Like, it was such a strange experience. Yeah. And I was like, what the actual hell? I was like, this is new for me. Yeah. I was like, I, I, like, blacked out for 40 pages. And I remember being in a reading slump and everything. And oh I remember god. taking videos of that and posting it to the book club. Oh my god. It's on a all, side note. It's all coming back to me. Mm-hmm. <gasps> Yeah, and then I think I put it down for a couple weeks, and I started it again, because I remember, I think I was reading it on Christmas Day, and then I finished it, yes, because I remember I finished it at a sleepover with a friend, remember? (laughs) And I said I was reading the last couple pages of It Ends With Us to my friend at her house, and we hung out a couple days after Christmas, like the 27th and 28th, and that's Mm -hmm. when I finished it. (sighs) Sorry, that feels so good to remember. (laughs) It's been a long year. It's been a (gasps) <gasps> that was a year ago yeah and i'm gonna reread it a year later as we should it feels like a christmas book like it has nothing to do with it has nothing to do with christmas but it's a christmas book that's a, like that book is for christmas i'm gonna read it for my boxing day bath two years in a row oh <gasps> yeah <laughs> oh <laughs> we know we talk about colleen hoover too much yeah and like will this be our last time probably not that's it. That's it. Like, I'm sorry to break it to you. Like, you just can't not talk about an the, author that big right now. Yeah. And whether you love her or hate her, pe- like, you're talking about her. She's everywhere. She's everywhere. So, so we sorry. might as well just get this one out of the way. Yeah. We really might as well. We've already done two reviews on two of her books. Yeah. 
And I think, you know what I was thinking about? I feel like the reason why like we talk about her so much is because she's one of the few authors that we have in common. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Because, like, obviously you're more of a fantasy reader. I'm yeah. more of a contemporary reader. I don't know what it is about her. I don't know. That we have in common, but, like... I don't know either. Yeah, I don't know, because originally, like, I never read any contemporary at all. Mm-hmm. And then one day, I was like, oh my god, I like, I need to read. It ends with us. And it spiraled. And now I suddenly have a huge contemporary contemporary romance It's true. Collection. I'm looking at her bookshelf right now. Don't know where it came from. But you've always been a romance That's fan. Oh my god. That is true. I still stand. I'm just so excited for the day that you pick up a, like a fantasy romance and you delve into like the fantasy romance world. Cause, I'm excited. Because I'm telling you, I love romance. Fantasy romance is, like, top tier. Better than any other, like, contemporary romance I've ever read. Like, okay, if you put your favorite contemporary romance and your favorite fantasy romance in a room, is the fantasy romance still better? Are you running into that one? Oh, yeah. Interesting. Because I think with, like, fantasy romance, the stakes are so much higher. Mm. You have so much built-up tension around the relationship. So once the characters actually get together, it's a lot more satisfying. And I'm not saying that because there obviously is a lot of tension in just, like, regular contemporary romance novels. But there's something about, like, fantasy romance that is just so much more, like, it just packs, like, a better punch. There's always more aspects to it, too. I feel like you can Mm -hmm. do more with it. And and anyone I've ever talked to that has read both always says that fantasy romance is better. I've never, like, met anyone that's like, oh, yeah, like, I prefer contemporary romance over fantasy romance. And, like, is a fan of both. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, if you obviously have a fantasy hater, then obviously they're not going to be on that side. But you know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like... Like, I'm a fantasy person. Like, all the movies and stuff mm-hmm. I like I like are, like, sci-fi fantasy. Stuff yeah. like that. I don't know why. Like, I've just... I don't think I've ever read a fantasy book. Like, at all. I know. I You really... You just need to, like, read that first one. I know. To, like, dip your spiral. feet. I know. And then you will. Because I read, I think, Six of Crows, and from that moment, like, I completely spiraled. Throwing a glass definitely tipped me over the edge. Six of Crows, writing it down. Yeah. (laughs) If you really wanted to, like, dive into fantasy romance, I know it's, like, really taboo, but even A Court of Thorns and Roses. So many people are introduced to fantasy that way, Mm -hmm. and it is so incredibly romance-heavy that since you like romance, like, you might have an easier time, and it's just weird enough that, like, once you read A Court of Thorns and Roses, all the other fantasy books might seem a little more tame. Oh. Not, like, in complexity, but just, like, weirdness. Yeah. Because A Court of Thorns... A Court of Thorns and Ro- Akatar <laughs> has, like, all, like, the fae and the mates and, like, just the language Sarah Jamas uses. It is kind of... It's weirdly juvenile and sexual. Like, because it okay. it was originally supposed to be, as we know, like, it, it was originally a young adult series. Yes. But then, like... Oh, my God, yeah, I forgot you told the, me about this. Yeah, the longer she wrote it, like, kind of, I guess, like, as the audience also grew up, she completely changed it. So the whole series now is adult. Because that's the thing. Like, how many books are in that series? So far, there is only four. Oh, I thought there was more than that. There's also, like, a novella. But okay. it's like but it's like two hundred pages at the most. Yeah, when the it, other books are thick, like yeah. five hundred, six hundred pages. But even then, like they're so easy to read. Like I remember, I would burn through like two hundred pages in like one sitting, easy. And it's the Akatar series that I've reread the second book like three or four times. That's a book like I could and like I still like sometimes I'm like oh, I miss a court of mist and fury, and I could always go back to it. Like I don't. That's a comfort read. Okay. So if you wanted to dip your toes in, like, fantasy, specifically fantasy romance, that could be a good starter. Okay. To so, fuel just yeah. the romance. Yeah, to just fuel that, like, little fantasy, because it's, like, I don't know, I think it's a good segue. And a lot of people start off with that, weirdly enough. Mm-hmm. So, See, because but... the romance and the characters get you hooked. Yeah. Oh, I believe in it. Mm-hmm. The, just the problem is, like, <sighs> there's so many books to read. Just, I know. Like, period. Like, mm-hmm. end of statement. So it's like, okay, like, I could read this book that's already, like, a genre that I know and like, and or, like, an author I like, or I could switch it up entirely. Yeah. And, like, I'm not going to switch it up. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They're all on my TBR. Like, I have full intentions of getting into fantasy. Yeah. But, like, 
I probably won't have it for a while. So much to read, so little time, so many midterms, right? Mm-hmm. I'm so. writing on Christmas break. Like, yeah, that's when. Because the same thing happened last year with me where I stopped reading, like, in the middle of the school year. And mm-hmm. then for some reason, approaching exams, I suddenly get in the mood to read again. Yeah, and it's like you have something more important to do. But... And, like, that's suddenly... And I remember, like, last exam season, I was literally, like, sitting and, like, reading for, like, hours. Yeah. Like, why? Who gave us the right? No, but, like, I got so much reading done. <laughs> like, it was... And looking back, we both passed, so... Yeah. Does it matter? Kind Not of. Not really. It like, kept me sane. Yeah, that's what matters. That's for sure. That's the thing, like, I just bought books. I made a reel on our Instagram, so if you saw that, this is what I'm referring to. Go check it out, What the Book Podcast with only one T. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. Anyway. Um, and I bought seven books because Kaylee's the best bad influence ever. Yep. And it was like, book, book outlet. We're not even sponsored by them, but like, I will die on that hill. <laughs> Me too. Can can they sponsor us? I will D- reach yeah, out to them. For real. Oh my god. But I bought seven books from them. And that's seven more books added to my TBR. I know. That I didn't even think to read before. But I was like, I damn, they're on sale for $7. I swear, going book shopping, it's like, I'll go with books in mind, like, oh, I should buy books already on my TBR, Mm -hmm. and somehow I always leave the bookstore with a bunch of books that weren't on my TBR, and then I'm adding. Like, why? Like, I have so many books I want to read that I could buy, but instead, for some reason, I'm buying these new books that... It's gotta be a psychological thing. I don't know what it is. Like, I already know about this book, so I don't need to get it. But I'm just finding this one now, so I have to get it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, actually, yes. I think that's what it is. I don't understand the logic, but, like, I'm talking, like, clockwork. It happens every time. Every single time. Even when me... So, Grace and I went to the bookstore probably, like, a month ago now. Mm -hmm. Maybe over a month. I think over a month ago. Yeah, probably, like, a month and a half. I'm talking, I walked out with a bunch of books that were, like, loosely on my TBR. You know how you have books that are, like, on your, like, TBR? Yeah, like, you need to buy. And then books that you haven't marked off, want to read or anything, Mm -hmm. but, like, they're at the back of your mind. I walked out with a bunch of those. And, like, I went home and had to add, like, five new books onto my want to read list on Goodreads. And we were both just like, oh, yeah, just get it. Like, that's not how this works. (laughs) Like, go buy books that are actually on your TBR. No, never. No, that's just how being a book person is. Mm-hmm. It's criminal. It, it really, really is. is. <gasps> <laughs> I didn't even answer the question of what I'm gonna read next. Mm. Okay, so I have to finish Halloween Party. Right. Which I plan to do today, and then I have to read Window Shopping. Our review for that comes out December fourteenth. Mm-hmm. Be ready. And then, <laughs> slight holding plug. a knife to their throat. <laughs> Be ready. <laughs> And then... It's a short book. You all can read it. No excuse. Like small. Yeah, no excuses this time. Yeah. <laughs> For real. We're... Yeah. We're mad. Yep. Um, so I'll probably get that done. Okay, so let's say I get it done before the 14th. And then it's what? Like, two weeks before January. And then after that... That goes with the TBR, though. Yeah, you're right. And then after that, I'm going to read Eight Perfect Hours by Leah Lewis. Okay. That's a Christmas romance. Oh, yes, 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 that's one, that's literally the one you just bought. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, okay. I literally just got it today. Um, I've seen, that's been on my TBR for a while, like, on Goodreads. Mm-hmm. So I just, it was recommended for me, and I was like, Christmas, cute, and I put it on, like, I'm talking, like, a year ago. Period. And I just never bought it. So I bought it now, and I don't know, like, I'll probably read that, it'll be just in time for Christmas. I think I remember seeing it on your TBR, like, probably. on your want to read. Like, I'm sure it's been there for a very long time. Oh my my TBR is just a black hole. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. Same. And then there's books. I go back and look at my one on Goodreads sometimes because that's the most organized one I have. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why did I say I wanted to read this? I know. Did you ever do that? Mm-hmm. We should actually discuss how many books are on your want to read right now. Let's say on Goodreads. Yeah, on Goodreads specifically, okay. Because yeah, because I feel like that's a good, um, what do you call it? Like, example. Not example. Um, 136 books. I have 139. We're really close. That's weird. Oh. That's suspicious. I'm only three head ahead of you. That's wild. Do you know how many you have on your physical TBR? Do you still keep track of that? Um, I do. It's not insanely accurate. 
Because, like, books... Like, there's some books that I've had, like, forever. Mm. And they're just kind of, like... Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, that you just, like, don't want to read, but you just have But them. they're just there, and you got them for, like, $5. Like, you don't even know who the author is. Yep. Like, yeah, so those aren't on here, but my physical TBR, which are, like, books that I've read and are just... I The shelf is literally called Patiently Waiting on My Bookshelf. Yep. 23. Okay. That doesn't include classic novels, though. Okay. Because uh, I own a lot of classic novels. Oh, my God, I never... Oh, really? Yeah, I, like, last year, I told my grandma to just buy me classic novels to add to my collection. I just love collecting them. Wait, so those aren't on your patiently? There's a few. Okay. Like, the, um, the ones from Indigo that are, like, pretty. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Oh, of course. The, yeah. What is that publishing company called? Brookstone? Oh. But, like, it's Oh, I don't know. It's just the one that, like, if any of you, all the Canadians out there... Indigo's classic brand that they carry. Yeah. For like the three for 20. Those ones are on there. Don't ask me why my thought process is weird. But other than that, I, I have, have more classics on my bookshelf that I don't have logged on my Goodreads. Really? Yeah. I don't know why. It just does make sense in my brain. I have all of mine logged. Almost. I think I have almost all of the books on my bookshelf that I haven't read. I think I almost have all of them. Good for you. Which is 80. Oh my god. <laughs> 80 books on my physical TBR. I know. And, like, a lot of those are classics. Like, there's probably at least 15 of those that are classics. But still, there's a lot of those that are not. And it's real concerning. It's not concerning. It's character development. (laughs) I actually just took one off. I realized Looking for Alaska was still in that thing. I just had to take it out of the bookshelf. Felt oh, good. Yes. So it was at 81. That is the best when you get rid of one. Yep. Like, oh my such God. a good feeling. And that's why it never makes sense that when we go into Indigo, like, we just add more to the TBR because it's such a good feeling when you don't do that. I know. So shameful adding more books to the physical TBR. It really is. It's just so hard because, like, you can't keep up with a book talk and bookstagram. Yeah. Are you still on book talk? No. But I'm, well, like, yes and no. Mm-hmm. I'm more on Bookstagram. Like, on my Explore page on Instagram, there's a lot of, like, book pictures. Okay. Because I'm, like, barely on BookTok anymore. I don't know who I am. Do you have a holiday read that you want to read? No. <gasps> I know I don't know Jailed. what to do with myself. I have no Christmas-themed books. I mean, you have window shopping. I know, I have window shopping. That's I'm not going to lie, that's probably going to be my only Christmas-themed book. Because once, like, winter hits as well, I've been so, like, craving a fantasy book. There are these books I got for Christmas last year. Hence why these are, like, my Christmas books. Whenever I think about them, I think of Christmas. Yes. Just the um, There's one book. It's called Sky in the Deep. It was, it's, like, a standalone. And it's about, like, it's a Viking fantasy. Ooh. And it's not even that it was, like, outstanding, but I remember I just couldn't stop reading it. And there was something about the book that was just like, okay, this sounds so weird. It was like so satisfying to read. I know exactly what you mean. Like, I don't know why, but at the time it just scratched my brain in all the right places. Like it yep. just was, I read it at the perfect time, I think. It was just like a perfect It is all for, about the timing. Yes, and I read it in like January. Like I remember I th- it was like one of the first books I read in the new year. So it was like in January, I don't know. But that book and then the em- an Embers in the Ashes series. Oh my God, that one just screams new year to me. And I miss that series so much to anyone who's read it. You'll know. Like, there's something about that series. I would recommend that one to you, too. Okay. Because I feel like... Because I know you like you like the war movies a little. I know... I love the war movies. I was going to start. This is, like, a deep secret of yours. But I know you're oh, a war not. movie. And An Ember in the Ashes, it's fantasy. It is high fantasy. But there's a huge, like, war aspect to it. Like, there's a huge, like, actual, like, I remember, like, it talked about, like, war dynamics. Like, it had to do with that. Oh, my God. You know what? Also, the Poppy War that I literally just bought, you'd probably eat that up. Because I know that one is, like, high, high. Like, it has to do with war. The Poppy War. Oh, I wonder why. Like, and you lo- just read it, right? I haven't read that one yet. But oh. I heard it's been really good. And that's by RF... Um, Babel. Yes, the same author as Babel. Oh, okay. Which we both want to read. Yeah. As well. 
Okay. So we have to do a review on Babel. We do. That's another book. Grace just got me that book for my birthday. <laughs> she's it's, huge. She's massive. Like you can see her on my bookshelf right now. Wait, where is she? She's, oh, I see her. Yeah, like because she like she takes up space. Like she makes yeah. her presence known. But she's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And she came as recommendation. She absolutely from did. our queen at Indigo. Mm-hmm. And every time we have not stopped thinking about Babel, but it's just mm-hmm. a commitment. Like we it need is. that time. And that one, like, it seems big brain. That seems real big brain. Oh, I was scared I'm is. not going to understand it. You will. It's going to take me some time because I don't read books like that. Mm-mm. I don't read books like that. That's definitely, like, a dark academia book. But it's fantasy. Yeah, but it's, like, dark academia fantasy because it has to do a lot with, like, um, what was she talking about? Like, the arcane? I don't know. And the arcane is, like, having to do with, like, runes and magic and, like, oh, all yes. of that. So that might be a good, like, not that, we, like, we should wait all year, but that might be a good year to, like, cover, like, next fall season. Yeah, because to be fair, we probably won't read it until next summer anyway. No. Like, I'm not going to lie. It's, it is, I want to get to it, like, very soon. But, like, in regard to, like, especially because we're going to be covering it, I don't know how soon I'll get to it. Yeah. You know what really I mean? It's really fair. It's, like, scary. It's real scary, but it's so, and, like, oh. No, because now I want to read it. God, there's just so many books I want to read. I want to read The Poppy War real bad. I feel like that's going to be a January read for me. Because it reminds me a lot of An Ember in the Ashes. Mm. Oh my god, I love that series so much. So passionate over there. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Sorry, I need to stop talking. No, you don't. Are you kidding? This is literally what this episode is about. But you know what book we have to read? What? Like knife to our throat have to read what the seven husbands of evelyn hugo we have to read that one so bad oh my god (gasps) oh yeah do you own it yeah okay good so do i i've owned it my mom has read it and everyone's read it everyone's read it but but us like all of our friends and they're like shocked that we haven't read it yeah which is shocking. Like, we are literally, like, book reviewers. It's a character now. flaw for both of us. Yeah, the, the fact that we haven't read it. Yeah. But, like, oh, I want to read it so bad. But then, like, not to be this way, but, like, compared to all the other books on my shelf that I want to read, the other books always outrule it. Really? Like, I always look at it on my shelf and I'm like, oh, man, I really need to read that one. And then I get distracted and I look at another book and I'm like, oh, my God, but that one. But that one. You know what? I kind of get that. Yeah. I think it's because I'm not the biggest fan of that whole, like, aesthetic. Like, superstar aesthetic? Yeah, like, the superstar. Which is weird because I loved Gatsby. And it does have kind of, like, a Gatsby I think it has a Gatsby vibe. But, like, I've never really been into that whole, like, plot line, that whole dynamic. I don't know. Do you know, like, that specific vibe? Yeah. Of just, like, like celebrity politics and all of that. Like, it can get juicy, but it's not been, like, anything that I've ever been, like, drawn to. Like, it's not something I seek out. I was going to say, like, I don't think it's a very you book. I think Mm -hmm. once you start it, you're going to love it. Oh, yeah. 100%. But, yeah, like, you don't really have the motivation to pick it up because it's not something you'd usually go for. Exactly. That's like me with fantasy. Yeah. So, what I'm hearing is you shove that book down my throat and I'll shove a fantasy book down your throat. Okay. Well, I have... When Kaylee and I went to Indigo Indigo together, I was like, okay, Kaylee, like, I need to get a fantasy book. Like, I need to break the seal. So, she was like, oh, a good segue is To Kill a Kingdom by who? Alexandra. I see it on your shelf, but I can't read the the author's name. I think it's like Alexandra Christofo or something like that. That sounds right. Right? But I can't remember. To kill... Which is, that book is so underrated. It was really bit... Oh my god, I was freaking right. Alexandra Christo. Perfect. I'm shocked at myself. That book, it's not... Like, that's the thing. Like, it's not anything outstanding. It's really not. But I just loved it so much. The writing was so good. I just loved one of the main characters. I just absolutely adored him. And, like, I don't know. Like, maybe I just read it at the right time, and that's why Mm -hmm. I'm kind of scared. But I also feel like you'll just eat it up. Because it's, like, a Little Mermaid retelling. I love that. Yeah. And that's another thing. Like, not that it... It really doesn't have that much to do with The Little Mermaid. But the fact that, like, you could probably it'll help you visual visualize it more because mm-hmm. like if you have a hard time like 
getting into fantasy and like maybe like even like visualizing it seeing a whole new world all of that the fact that it's like loosely based off the little mermaid and you know the little mermaid because yeah. like even when i was reading it like a lot of the scenes like it was like little mermaid looking setting oh that's cute you know what i mean yeah obviously in like a more mature because it obviously is like a m- more mature advanced like it's it's a retelling but it helped me like imagine it Okay. So that could help. Oh my god, I'm so excited for you to read that I one. do want to read it. Like, Kaylee sold me on it when we were in Indigo. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even think you were, like, recommending it as, like, oh, you should buy it today. But, like, she told me that it was a Little Mermaid retailing and yeah. explained it to me and I just, like, grabbed it off the shelf. I was like, period. I'm not gonna lie. I really was not recommending it to you, like, for, <laughs> to buy that day. Yeah. Was, like, this one you should eventually read. It was also that first line. The first line at that. So it has a really good first line. It's the one that's, a. Uh, I have a heart for... Every year I've been alive or something yeah. like that. That good one's one. real good. Mm-hmm. It just... That's a good book. That's high up on my TBR. So I can get into fantasy. And because... Yep. Then, I mean, we'll have one more book in common. Another fantasy author you might like is Trisha Levenseller. Okay. She's like the Colleen Hoover of fantasy books. You, I've fantasy never heard writing. you talk about her. She's the one we actually posted it on our Instagram. I own every single one of her books. She wrote The Daughter of the Pirate King, uh, The Shadows Between Us, and Warrior of the Wild. Oh, and the Blade of the Secret series. Okay. And I've read, like, I've read all of them. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. And I've reread Daughter of the Pirate King, like, I think two times. Oh. You know what? That title sounds really familiar. You've definitely talked about it with me. Which, so those were, those might also be, like, some more good segues. And like I said, like, she's literally, like... At least in my brain, she's like the Colleen Hoover. Like, her books are so, like, they're not anything substantially even good. Like, the writing might actually be questionable. Damn. And there are, sorry, I'm sorry, but, like, I'm literally, like, I'm a fan. Like, she's one of my, like, I literally just said, like, I own all of her books and I've reread some of her books. Yeah, and I even reread, um, Blade of Secrets because I reread it before I read the second book. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's because her books are so easy to read. Like Colleen Hoover, like yeah. You just burn so you can't stop. It. You burn through it. Okay. That could be another one for you. Everyone, take these book recommendations. Shoving them at you. I'm excited. Now I'm like, do you ever like when you're like looking at your bookshelf and you look at the books you haven't read? Do you ever get like anxious? Because you're like, like the list is long. Oh, like in a good way. Yeah, like, like I'm I started getting excited. Like I'm getting excited. Like I want to read right now. Yeah, but then I also feel like behind. Really? Well, because if you think about it, like, we talked about The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. Everyone has read it, and it's sitting on my bookshelf, but I have so many other books to read, and then I feel behind. But just think, we've read so many books that other people haven't read. I know. It's not the same, though. It is, though. That is honestly, I think The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo is, like, the it book right now. Mm. Maybe not still. We were both discussing. I don't remember if this is... If we said this on the podcast or just, or in between little segues where we chit chat. Um, but Kaylee was saying how she's not really on book talk anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm not really either. I think that was on the podcast. Just reiterate the point. I can't remember. Anyway, we were just saying how like our book talk is not as strong anymore. So obviously I haven't been seeing it everywhere. But like everyone mm-hmm. still says that it's like their favorite book. Yeah. That's what I meant by it. It's not the it book, but like. I think it used to be. Oh, it definitely was. I don't know what the it book is today. I really don't. I could not tell you. I know. I feel so uncultured. But like, it's definitely like everyone says that that book's their favorite book. Read it to get out of reading slump, stuff like that. Really? Yeah. That's why I'm like. Reading slump? Yes. That's why I'm like, okay, like we're missing out. Interesting. Because I always thought, because Malibu Rising was good, but it was kind of like. It almost enhanced the reading slump in a way, yeah. in a weird way. Because it was, I remember we talking, like, at least for me, like, talking about it on the review, I always said that it took me so long to, like, actually, like, wanting to pick it up. Yeah. But once I did pick it up, I couldn't stop reading it. Mm-hmm. It was one of those books. Like, it took, it like, I had to, like, tear out some hair to, like, pick it up and, like, force myself to sit down and read it. But once I did sit down and read it, I was like, oh, my God, this is good. I forgot. Yeah. Oh, a thousand percent. And then, like, the cycle would repeat the next day. So yeah. maybe that just, like, that's biasing my opinion. No, but then that does, like, once you read one book by an author, yeah, you're, like, 
set up to assume that all their books are going to be like mm-hmm. that and you have a bias based on that first book mm-hmm. like look at Colleen Hoover we both read it it ends with us because of book talk yeah and then we both went on a frenzy to read all of our other popular books because we ate that one right up as we sit with her pile of Colleen Hoover books in front of us right now yeah I'm just staring at them I am proud to say though I've read all of them except it starts with us good for you yeah I think all the ones on my bookshelf I've read, other than Layla, and it starts with us. I don't have as many as Kaylee, though. Yeah, I kind of went a little insane. No! Are you Just a little. I want to read Layla. That's high up on my TBR because I bought it with Kaylee again when we went to Indigo. That's definitely like a you book. I think it is. And it's more like a spooky book, I think. I think so, too. I think it has... It has something to do. It's It's like paranormal-ish. Yeah, and I know it's something about, like, a couple who's falling out of love, isn't it? And then, like, they go to their hotel where they, like, first fell in love. But then spooky stuff happens. (laughs) I'm not gonna lie. I don't know. I don't even know what it's about. My fatal flaw is, like, not reading the backs of books before I buy them. You just go off vibes. I do. I go off of vibes and I judge a book by its cover. Mm -hmm. I do that for certain books, but most of the time I read the back. Oh, yeah, sometimes you gotta read the back, but, like, there's, like, a lot of Colleen Hoover books. I bought it Ends With Us having no idea what it was about. That's crazy to me. Like, I was just like, oh, it's popular. Everyone's reading it. Like, might as well. That's what I did, like, with a lot. Like, I have a whole part of my bookshelf that's, like, book talk books. Yeah. Every single one of them. Like, Normal People mm-hmm. that we just reviewed, I had no idea what it was about. Really? I only knew because you talked about it, but, like, I didn't yeah. read the back before I started. That's the thing. Like, I'll read the back if I hear this book constantly recommended, but I have no idea what it's about. But there are other books that, like, you know how, like, on Book Talk, they'll put, like, little, like, things like enemies to lovers. Like, yes. stuff like that. The key I'll, points. So I'll have a general idea of what the book is about where I don't read the back. Like, like I was just talking about the Poppy War. I can tell you what that book is probably about, but do I really know? No. Like, I'm Fair pretty enough. sure it's about a girl in, like, a war training camp or something. Oh, that's cool. And, like, she's... It's, like, a big, like, war series. Mm-hmm. It's, could that really be what it's about? I don't know. That's what I've heard <laughs> off, like, the very loosely-based TikToks. Yeah. I have... I have, don't think I've read the back, though. See, I'm the opposite. Like, see, I just see... But I rarely do that. Continue. I, no, no, like, I, I have nothing to say. It's just the fact... Like, if I see a book is popular, I'm like, okay. Mm. And just, like, hope for the best. That's impressive, though. It's kind of weird. I don't think it's weird at all. I'm pretty sure my mom does the same thing. And, like, multiple of, like, reading friends, I know, do the same thing. Yeah. Literally just based off of vibes. Like, if it's a book that I discovered myself, then I'll yeah. read the back. Does that make sense? Like, yes. if I'm in Indigo and I'm like, oh, that's a cool title, pull it out, then I'll read the back. I watched you do that. Yeah, I do that all the time. I Indigo, I watched you do that. Oh, my God, I saw the process. So we took a little breather. That's why there's gonna, always going to be this little jump scare. <laughs> I know, we never segue in the right... Oh, okay. Okay, so Kaylee wanted me to recommend some books for her because... Yes, because I've been shoving book recommendations on Grace's throat this whole time. Yeah. So, you know a book I just... Well, I didn't read it. I listened to it. That was really good. I know what you're going to say. <laughs> what is it? Is Cut it the... Off. The, uh... I'm happy my mom died. Yeah, I'm Glad My Mom Died by Jeanette McCurdy. Yeah. So that You finished it? It was an audiobook. What? And I drive half an hour to school every day, so... <gasps> I finished it a while ago. Where did you listen to it on? Audible. You got Audible? No. Oh. My boyfriend has Audible. No way. And, um, because he doesn't read, but he likes Star Wars books, so he listens to Star Wars books on his spare time. Oh, he's so cute. <laughs> But he won't listen to the podcast anyway. <laughs> it's fun. Um, beside the point. I was gonna say, don't roast him publicly. I know, sorry. He's but he won't know. <laughs> yeah, like, how, how is he gonna know? But I shouldn't, he's a good boyfriend. Disclaimer. Anyway. We love him. We do. Um, I, I like how I say we. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is he has friend approval. Yes. I'd love to hear it. Thank you. Yep. Um, Continue. What was I saying? Oh, he has Audible for Star Wars books, but he gets two free books a month. Oh. Like, with Audible. Like, <gasps> he, you get two free credits a month, and he never spends more than that, because he's not a big reader. Yeah. Well, listener. So, I was like, can I use one of your credits this month? And he was like, sure. So, I used it for this book. Um, I feel weird recommending it, because it's such, like, a 
like odd book. You know what I, I mean? No, but like still, we gotta expand our horizons. We could cover that one. Yeah, yeah, you should. That'd be a good one to cover. I don't know if that, because you know, sometimes, have you ever, did you go through a phase in, like, middle school era where you would read, like, YouTubers' biographies when they were all writing books? No. You didn't go through that phase? I never went through that phase. I didn't read anything. No way. I remember I really wanted to buy the Zoe. Zoe. I know you're talking about. What was her last name? I can't think of it, but Something Ugg. Zoe. No, it's gonna bug me. What's her last name? I don't know. Here's I don't have name. my phone. Her book was Girl Online, which I know it isn't a biography, but I remember I really... Is it just Sug? I have no idea. Yeah, it's Zoe Sug. That just doesn't sound right. She had a whole trilogy. Oh. Yeah, of Girl Online. And I remember my friend read it. That's fiction or nonfiction? It is fiction, though. Oh. You just reminded me. Go no, on. I meant, like... When they were, I there was a phase where like all of the YouTubers no, I right. was I was watching were like writing autobiographies. No, you're right because I remember. Yeah, and I ate them right up. You did? Which yeah. ones did you read? Um, expose yourself. Connor Frantes was my favorite. Mm-hmm. A work in progress. Okay. That book. First of all, it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. I still have it on my bookshelf. Do you know what it looks like? Mm-mm. I'll show it to you next time it's over. That like it's a beautiful book, just like yeah. physically. But then like it was cutie, and then um I read Jen McAllister's Gen X Pen. Oh my god, I used to love her. I forget, what, I, I forget what it was called. Really professional internet person. I think that's what it was called. Yeah. Um, I read hers. That might have been the only two, actually. But they were both so cute. I have to, I still have them. Yeah. But, like, the point I was trying to make before I got sidetracked, like, in those kind of books, you know how they always have, like, pictures, diagrams, mm-hmm. like, stuff like that? Because I listened to this on audio... There might be that in this book. I don't know. Because oh, it's yeah. an autobiography. Mm-hmm. So there might be photos of like her and her brothers. But it was it was really good. I feel weird recommending it because it is so messed up. Not to be this way, but like as a psychology major, I kind of feel like I'd eat it up. Oh, you definitely would. There's a lot going on there. Yeah, like, I feel like, like, Grace was telling me a little bit about it. I remember we were walking back to our cars from our little night class. Yes! It was, like, 10 p.m., and Grace was like, let me tell you about this. And you, like, let me know, like, what was... Because I guess it's not really a spoiler. Like, it's literally her life. (laughs) I know, but then when you're, like... Like, because when I was listening to it in the car, and that part happened. I'm not going to spoil it. When that part happened, my jaw dropped. Oh, really? Yeah. So it is kind of spoilers, but at the same time, it's not. Because I know it's, like, crazy. Like, everyone was, like, freaking out about that book. And you don't usually, because a lot of actors and, like, just social media figures, I guess, in general, are always releasing, like, those kind of books. Mm -hmm. But for some some reason, hers really blew up. And I don't know if it's because she was, like, she went, like, radio silent for, like, years or something. Because I'm pretty sure she didn't do acting anymore for a little while. And she's, she explains that in there. But, yeah, after her Sam and Cat show, yeah, she stopped acting. So, that's why. So, like, I don't know if that's why, but her book really blew up. So I think, A, it up. was the title. Because, mm-hmm. like, when a celebrity yeah. releases a book with that title, I'm glad my mom died with a picture of her holding her urn. That's funny. Like, that's going to turn heads. And then that probably provoked a lot of attention for it. It's good ratings. Everyone loves it. Yeah. It was really well done. And then the audiobook, too, I appreciated that she, like, Jeanette McCurdy herself read it. Really? Yeah. <gasps> I don't think I would have liked it as much if someone else read it. Like, it's yeah. her book. It feels more personal that way because it feels like she's actually telling it to you. I made a mistake while we were walking from our night class, actually. And I was like, guys, when she told me that, I was, she didn't actually tell me that. I read it. But it felt like that. No, wait, that's funny. I don't you don't remember, remember me saying that? No. Because I caught myself. I caught myself, but I was like, guys, like, when she told me that, I was shocked. I probably she was didn't like, tell oh me anything. My, I probably was like, oh my god, no way, really. <laughs> like, completely oblivious. It was like 10 p.m. Yeah, literally. But... It felt like a personal conversation with a friend. Oh, that's brilliant, though. Like, it, it was a good book. But I feel weird recommending it, especially if you're not into nonfiction. But, like, that well, was really good. I feel like I need to get into nonfiction, though. I don't think you need to. Well, no, but I feel like there are certain books and everything that, like, it's just good to expand your horizons that way. Oh, a thousand I'd percent. Love to. Like, there are a lot of books that I feel like are nonfiction that, I don't know, the nonfiction community is just, like, really big, I feel. Mm-hmm. And, like, everyone who, like, reads nonfiction, like, eats it up. True. 
You know what? Yeah. Like, there's a very specific crowd for it. And I've never delved into nonfiction before, like, ever in my life. But how do you feel about, like, self-help books and stuff? Okay. Like, I appreciate them for what they are, but, like, now... Not to once again bring up my degree. But I was like, just going to say as a psych major. As a psych feel? major, I feel like now reading them, they're going to grind my gears a little. Especially for the fact that a lot of them are, like, opinion-based. Like, a lot of them, like, aren't backed up by science. At least from what I've heard. I remember one of my, like, my psych profs were literally, like, yeah, like, 98% of self-help books. Like, if you look at them, like, they're not actually backed up by, like, a lot of science. Like, they're not, like, reviewed by, like, doctors or, like, anything like that. They're mostly people saying, like, this is what helped me. And, like, mm-hmm. obviously those are still important point of views. And, like, but, like, expressing your point of views are important. It's not fair to be, like, this is a self-help book based on my personal experience with yeah. no information or research done. Yeah. Like, yes, there's probably, like, some research done. But, like, the fact that you're publishing a book saying that it's a self-help book. And, like, if there's not an extensive amount of research done on it, like, mm-hmm. enough... It's a loose category. Yeah. And this... Would you ever get into self-help books really quick? Not, like, self-help books, but, like, kind of, like, positivity books. Okay. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. I think we both have it, The Book of Awesome. Yes. Yeah. I haven't even read it. Me either. But, like, my mom bought it, and it's just sitting on my bookshelf. So random. Yeah. But, like... I don't categorize it as a self-help book, mm-hmm. but it like it's a positivity book. It helps yeah. their mindset. Like I like books like that. I would be open to books like mm-hmm. that. I think I need to start reading some books like that. You know what? Yeah, let's mm-hmm. both. That's next on our TBR. The Book of Awesome. <laughs> you might need it. Yeah, that's actually cute. Maybe yeah. I'll look at it when I get home. Read the back. Flip through. <gasps> Sorry, I have a comment. To make. Okay. It's like completely off topic though. Okay. Would you mind if I completely change the topic? Of course. Something that's gonna be next or that's gonna be on my like to be read, like in the near near future, is Pride and Prejudice. Cause guys, I have great news. I'm taking a class, hopefully in school, and it's literally our like university offers a class and it's like solely based off Pride and Prejudice. So Pride and Prejudice is now on Kaylee's TBR. Yeah. Well it always has been. I've literally owned it forever. Yeah. I'm gonna pull up with my indigo copy. <laughs> I'm gonna annotate it and it's gonna be on like <gasps> school annotated. <laughs> it's gonna be so good. We'll Grace, do an episode on Pride and Prejudice. Grace, I'm so excited. I wanted to take that class with you but it contradicts with my Shakespeare class I'm oh. gonna take. Sorry. I wanted to take the Shakespeare class to be honest. You should well, it's at the same time, so don't, but, like... Yeah. Dang. I also wouldn't be able to get in unless I, like, emailed the prof. That's too much work. Yeah, true. But The English, like, community at our university is so niche. Yeah. Anyway, I, that's all I just wanted to say. I think... On a TBR. I think that's it. This is a long episode. No, to be fair, you have a lot of editing to do. I have a lot of editing. This is gonna take, like, the whole week, I think. No, I'm probably gonna do this one Friday night. <laughs> Friday night things. I think that's it. This episode has been all over the place, but let us know what's on your TBR. And give us book recommendations, because we yeah. always love that. So I guess if you guys want to follow us, maybe, maybe, if you guys... No pressure. If you guys are just, like, feeling a little itching for it. And then you'll know. We post on there regularly, so you'll know what's coming up. Yeah. You'll know you what's happening. If you're at least a little bit inclined, you can find us at What the Book Podcast with only one T on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. We're real easy to find. I don't think there's a lot of What the Book Podcast accounts out there. Nope. When we all have the same, I mean, like, all the accounts have the same profile picture. Like, you guys really can't mess this up here, okay? We're watching. (laughs) And Um, look out for our review on Window Shopping by Tessa Bailey, which drops two weeks from today, November 14th. So go read it. Yeah, that's a threat. I'm excited. It's definitely something I feel like we wouldn't have picked up otherwise. No, because neither of us have read Tessa Bailey. No, and I and like that's not, why we picked this book. I'm not gonna lie, like it was not on my radar at all. No, like I heard of it a couple times, but it wasn't on my radar up until like we were like discussing Christmas reads, and we thought, oh my god, like this could be a good one. Mm-hmm. So, so it'll be interesting. Whoa, <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited, and we hope that you are too. If we had a large fan base, there would be like compilations of like. Killian Grace being the same person for two minutes straight on YouTube. Oh my god, you're right. And it'd be like us just talking at the same time. <laughs> and when we laugh the exact same. Yeah, it's real creepy. Guys, there are sometimes when I'm editing and I think I crop it out sometimes because like there are so many like 
chunks of the podcast where it's me and Grace like actually just like screaming for a minute straight and yeah, like laughing for real. that like I have to cut out because it's like gibberish that like only me and Grace understand in person. But sometimes in the midst of that, it's real creepy. Like we'll say something, laugh the same way. It's it's weird, and we can't tell whose voice is whose, and we're like the people. Yeah, it's real freaky. Yeah, this has been one of our most chit chatty episodes, I would say. And I feel like that was the point. Yeah. To prepare for the next book review. The fact that we came here with absolutely no idea what we were recording, I think this. <laughs> this turned out really well. I mean, no, we're guys. We're totally planned. <laughs> yeah, we're so organized. <laughs> All right, we both need a nap or a coffee. Not sure which one. But thanks for listening. Yeah. We'll see you in the next one.